This is uh, Nintendo Dads After Dark. I didn't realize that this music was going to be so sensual. Uh, but, that's, but that's okay. Uh, you asked for it, and uh, and it is back. Nintendo Dads After Dark. We are here, if you don't know by this music, we're here to talk about Doctor Strange. We're, it's only been out for a month, right? We're a little late, but uh, Doctor Strange is out. And uh, as we have with all the Marvel movies Specifically, the MCU movies. We're uh, we're here to talk about. It. Of course, I'm Zach Erickson. Uh, it's Justin Masson. Yo yo yo. And Jesse Waldak. Yo. And Marty Estes <laughs> as well. What's going on, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the I don't know. I'm, I, I'm I'm sorry if that was inappropriate, but I mean you had said after dark, so. Yeah. Yeah. No. I I, I think it's good. You know. I, I got excited. I don't know about everybody else, but <laughs> uh, so yeah. So we're here to talk about Doctor Strange. Uh, I actually part of the reason why we probably haven't done this uh, until now is I didn't even see it until last night. Which for me, um, not seeing an MCU movie until like a month after its release was uh, kind of a big deal. So I'm glad I finally got to go to it. Um, and this was a movie that was kind of weird right like weird in that it uh not since i feel like not since thor were was there like this sort of weird disconnect um with the magical side of the marvel cinematic universe but uh yeah i don't know you guys has everybody everybody else has seen it obviously um yeah yeah how do you guys feel about how to like Marty, let's start with you. How are you feeling about Doctor Strange and how it sits? Um, I mean, it, it did come immediately after Civil War, which uh, I don't know if we've really talked about uh, how you felt about that either. And, and that, all that's a that's a hard. I, I feel like that's a hard slot to be in. Uh, it's not, and, and I'll say not fair. I, I think to this movie because there is so much expectation of you know what's next after Civil War. And then you get the first the first Marvel or, or MCU movie out of the gate is a C list, yeah, uh, Marvel character. I, and I don't I, I say C list with a grimace because I don't know how many people will want to crucify me for that. But um, I loved this movie, but I went into it with very little expectation. Mm. And I think that may be why I loved it, and not not because it was a bad movie at all. I thought it was, uh, in fact, this this movie featured my favorite fight scenes from the Marvel Cinematic Universe so far. Ah, dude, yeah. But the just kind of not like I remember watching Iron Man three and being so hyped for it, and being so excited about and and coming away disappointed. Mm-hmm. And so after that, I kind of have tempered, unless it was like the big, the big dogs, like Avengers or, uh, age of, Ult- you know, well, uh, age of Ultron or, um, civil war, unless it was something like that, I've kind of tempered my, especially, like, I remember watching Ant-Man and mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't miss, I don't, I'm like you, I don't miss them in the theaters, 
uh, or see him a month late, but I did miss I missed Ant-Man completely. But then I remember I, I, I rented it and fell in love with it. It's one of my favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I, I kind of went into this with no expectation and was very pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, I'm going to, I'm going to put an unpopular opinion out there. Um, in retrospect, I actually were, I, I actually don't know how big of a fan I am. I like civil war for what it was, but, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think I've said this before, um, with, with regard to any of the ensemble Marvel movies, uh, with Avengers and civil war, uh, guardians is different. And I, I, I don't put guardians in the same category, but the, the Avengers movies and civil war, they, I really do not like them as much as I like the individual character driven movies. Um, like civil war, I, I, I would not put in my top it, out of all of them. I, I, there are several that I would put above it. I, I think, mm-hmm. um, because especially civil civil war, I think kind of forgot that a superhero movie is supposed to be inherently optimistic <laughs> it, and it really was like borderline depressing a lot of the time, uh, to, which is not really what I like my superhero movies to be. Um, but th- that, again, that's more of my preference. I, I, it, I didn't get that out of civil war, but, uh, but yeah, it, it ended up being a lot more. And, and I think intentionally it became a lot more of a political sort of thing. I bet you didn't mm-hmm. get it out of Superman. These ba- ba- Batman v Superman. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. I didn't, I, I, for similar reasons, right? Like I, I really like my superhero movies to be optimistic. At, at, at least that movie, I- you kind of knew what you were going to be getting into based oh, on yeah. how Man of Steel went. Yeah. So that shouldn't have been a surprise. Right. But I mean, like but, yeah, I look this at this one where we're still following, you know, the civil war is, was, is following up the Avengers and other movies that were, uh, high spirited. And yeah, I agree that it, it didn't, it did kind of turn South a little bit you yeah. know, in, in that department. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm so excited about next year. Uh, with Marvel, and we'll we'll get back to Doctor Strange in a minute. But looking the, at the Guardian Spider-Man. Spider-Man, which I think there's a trailer coming out tomorrow for that, and Guardians of the Galaxy Two, which we just saw a new trailer, um, which was one of the best trailers I I think I've seen for a movie in a long time. Right, it just got me so excited for that movie. Um, I I'm really looking forward to to that. So. Um, yeah, I I think that the that there is an important element of optimism and aspiration to a superhero movie that uh, that Civil War really lacked. I think, and the, you saw moments of it, especially especially in the scenes with with the with Spider Man, um, you know, early on, uh, like that apartment scene with Spider Man. I think had just the right amount of that aspirational sort of tone. Uh, that I really like and that I think Spider-Man is more than more than just about anything really, really good for that. But um, anyways, Uh, but as for Dr. Strange, I feel like I'm still kind of processing and thinking about how I feel about it because it's, it's good. Um, I I guess starting with the, with, with the positives, the, I would say the, the visual style it was just incredible. Like this is a movie that if you haven't seen it in theaters yet, what are you doing? Go see it in 3d because 
that is the only way to see this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Like it's so like, especially like that, that first scene where she blows his mind. Right. Literally. Right. Where it's just like, probably like some of the best, like the best, just like the best sequence in cinema that I've seen in a really long time. Just like, what is going on? I don't even under what, uh, how did you even conceptualize this? Like, how did people storyboard this? How did people create this in a computer? Like that's how, that's how mind bending it was to me. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Justin, how do you, how did you feel about all of that? You know, I think, I think the first thing is, I think the setting was, was just, uh, just so well placed. I think the atmosphere and the tone helped bring in the eerie creepiness that we're looking for. Um, I thought I was really curious, like what, where did 11 come from? Um, what happened to Nancy and why were we in the up upside down world? Um, and I mean, I just binge watched it over the entire, uh, entire weekend. So yeah, I mean, I love stranger things. <laughs> uh, we're done with stranger uh, things, right? Yeah, no, no, not even close. What are we talking about? Doctor Strange. Oh, Doctor Strange. I, I, my headset keeps coming in and out. I didn't hear the doctor. Oh, Doctor Strange with the Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I thought it was. I thought it was really fantastic. Actually, I, I said earlier that I wasn't super hyped for this one. Um, and to be honest, like I, I went to the movie theater by myself and saw it. That's a lonely experience all by itself. Um, but it I was did at, too. It was in Kansas I City. I went to the Alamo Draft House, which is quite an amazing experience. Uh, other than the fact that their toilets backed up and it stunk, but that's something completely different. Um, <laughs> but I would, yeah, I would, I, I was, I was pleasantly surprised by this. I thought um, they did a really great job. Like it, it definitely feels like Marvel is turning to their next chapter in their, in their MCU. And I thought to your point, the special effects in this are amazing. I did not see this in 3d. I regret not seeing it in 3d. Mm -hmm. Um, I really wish I had, but I mean, so just tremendous special yeah. effects. Um, you know, it was, it was kind of an, I mean, of course you've got to go through your, tell a story of how you got here. Some, you know, the origin story. So you're able to introduce some thin characters, but it felt very at home in the Marvel universe. I actually, I actually think they made a stronger case for, for Dr. Strange than some of the other characters. I, I mean, this Doctor Strange feels more at home than Ant-Man does within their universe. Now, I know they're all in that universe, but they did something about just kind of like really kind of kneading it into the, the fabric of the of the MCU that I thought was fantastic. Um, I thought I thought Benedict Cumberbatch did a great job. I thought the villain was a touch weak at times. But again, I mean, if you go back to a really good kind of mind bending um, special effects driven superhero um film i thought they did a tremendous job and i'm very excited uh, i wasn't really digging thor ragnarok thing i was like okay sure i'm not a huge fan of either thor or the hulk uh kind of team up that they're going to be doing but once we kind of insert dr strange in there i think that could be really something interesting to to watch do you think he's going to play a big role in that Sorry. Do you think he's going to play a big role in in Thor Ragnarok, or is he just like uh, is he just literally the version of like how Thor gets back to Asgard this time? Yeah, I I don't really excuse me. I don't know. Um, I think I think he hasn't. Um, I think there's enough star power behind him that I think 
he can be there for five to ten minutes and everyone's happy. Yeah. Right. And then and then moving on. He's I think like that's the equivalent. He's like the we'll equivalent see. of having the Falcon in Ant Man or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Like it's it's you know he just kind of brings a little bit brings it together a little bit more. So yeah, I um, yeah I thought it was really quite good. What were you gonna say, Marty? I, I was just thinking, you know, as I watched this movie, the, especially the. I've only been to see it once, but I was, I was thinking more toward the end about how this was not a movie that could have been made during phase one mm. of the Marvel cinematic universe. Yeah. And, and really, I don't know that it could have been made in season two or, 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 uh, or phase two leading up to age of Ultron. It there, you know, I think up until now, Marvel's biggest risk has been Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because those are characters that nobody really knew of until or lots of people didn't really know of until that movie came out. I mean, you ask most people out on the street, you know, what who is a Marvel character? They can name you Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Spider-Man, but Star-Lord or Gamera? Tracks, you know, probably not. You know what though? Like you ask, like you ask my my kids. You show my kids a picture of Rocket Raccoon and Groot. They know exactly who that is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was. That's why I love Guardians so much. Was because it was such a, uh, again, a pleasant surprise. Because I I went in going, oh, please don't do this, Marvel. You're going to blow yourself up with with this. But then the more and more I saw of it, I thought, hey, you know, this is really good. Uh, I, I kind of lump Dr. Strange in with the Thor and I'm, and I, I'm glad that he is, he's going to be in Thor Ragnarok. Cause I, I kind of lumped this movie in with those, you know, yep. Thor one and Thor two kind of take you in a complete, I mean, like compare Iron Man to Thor, th- those, those movie series. Yeah. Um, that's, it's such a totally, it's all part of the same world, but such a, a totally different way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and Thor, Thor and Doctor Strange are so much more mystical and magical base, right? Yeah, right. I think that's I think that's a connective tissue. And I think what's interesting think- is with that too is even connecting it to the end of Ant Man. I think is another, and like I can see them the the microverse aspect there. You know, with the right there's there's that piece there, and also uh, the 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 cosmic guardians piece there. Like like Doctor Strange is almost the cornerstone. Um, and kind of is like, you, you know, you drop him in and suddenly everything else kind of just slides into place a little bit better. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's really interesting that way. I think this is one of those movies, uh, in, in this whole run of, of, of movies that, uh, like there's going to be things that from this, that get picked up later on in other movies and you're going to go, Oh yeah. You know how it all kinds of ties, how it all kind of ties together. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like, kind of like we did with the Tesseract and in, in the, in phase one, you know, it's like, Oh, that's that thing that they've been showing at the end of every movies. That's why it's important. There's going to be something from this or, and it may even be strange himself, you know, when we get to, um, the infinity war, mm-hmm. well, because he, we, he we, has a hand in bringing all them together or to, to fight Thanos. Yeah. And I think I'm, um, cause we do know now that the eye of Agamotto is another, is the time stone of the infinity stones now. So what is the one that we are missing? There's reality stone or something like, no, that's the ether. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. There's one stone that's missing. 
basically at this point. Mm. Um, and so, I, sorry, go ahead. I kind of just speaking of it, just how, you know, there's that scene near, and again, this is spoiler cast. If you haven't seen the show, you know, he spoiled, stop listening. Right. But how he dealt with the big bad. The yeah. At the end, <laughs> with that time loop was freaking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like stuff like that. And it was it was comical too, right? Yeah, yeah. The the one thing that I you know with the with the element of time in this movie, uh, it's funny because it like you not a, not just like time travel, and we'll get to that. But apparently, this movie takes place over the course of something like a year, and and I feel like the movie could have done better at giving a little bit more of a sense of the passage of time. Um, like they have this sort of montage of now I'm studying, now I'm studying, uh, I'm getting smarter and whatever. And it was unclear. Has he been at this monastery for two weeks or two months or six months? Or, you know what I mean? Like by the end of it, I, I felt like, wow, that happened really fast, but no, it's actually over the course of a really long period of time. They could have done better at portraying that, I think. Yeah. And I'll agree with that. There's, a. There's that thing in the very beginning of the of the movie where they they kind of tie it to Stark. You know, is, is that was it? I think it was. It's again, it's been a while since I've seen it. There's there's a way that they tie it into the rest of the movies, but it's kind of like, how does this all fit together? You know, they don't they don't give you oh, a whole lot of uh, they don't give you a he, whole lot of ways that that fits. Yeah, he's driving on the highway and he's in his yep. car. Yep. He's taking a phone call and they mention that there is a guy who's in a metal suit that fell from the sky. Seems like he's just broken his back or something like that. Um, and that's and like Rhodey. If, if he would take the work, and, he, and he's referring to okay, Rhodey. Yeah. So yeah, that's Rhodey. But if you go back and you remember uh, a while ago, Doctor Strange was already mentioned in the other movies before. Yeah. Him. He yeah, he was mentioned in um in uh, uh Winter Soldier. Right. Yep. Yeah, and so I and I think I mean it is possible that he's that that he's still, you know, like cuz he is kind of like a hot shot hot shot surgeon and stuff like that, but it does seem like the kind of thing that they threw in as an easter egg for people um and without really thinking, okay, well now we've got to deliver on that. Um or right. maybe this movie does take place maybe this movie takes place before that and they're just kind of filling in the back, the background and the gaps. Right. So that's another possibility. Um, yeah, but it's, uh, it's, it's just interesting how, uh, you know, kind of going into that time travel piece though. Like it's, it is, it was really cool, but also it felt like, well, we're getting into like serious power creep territory here. Like what can he not do? Which is to be fair, what he's like in the comic books too. Right. Like, like just so like powerful in that there's a spell for everything. <laughs> so, but, but I, I did really like that time travel loop um, piece. I thought it was really, really clever. So uh, another thing as well that I really liked, and again, maybe this is more my, um, my therapist side coming out, you know, the, the sort of, but I love in these movies when you kind of, when they take the time to slow down and kind of explore some of those softer emotional pieces or moments, you know, like the moment 
with the with Tilda Swinton as the ancient one, you know, kind of as she's like what like a really interesting character, and as she's and really towards that, you know, when she's that moment right before she again spoilers everybody uh, before she dies, uh, that scene, um, especially in 3D again. This is a great movie in 3D because that whole thing where it's snowing and like the lightning in the background and uh, that whole scene is just, I really, really appreciated that scene. And that is, you don't get those kinds of scenes in the big, uh, in the big ensemble movies. And I think that that's why I really like the more character driven movies better is because they, they have the time to slow down and have those more uh, sentimental, intimate moments between characters. So, uh, how did you guys feel about some of the other supporting characters? Is there anybody else in, that you that you really liked or or that stood out? Wong. Yeah. 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 Wong was really good. Yeah, I, I like the interaction between uh, S- Stephen and Wong, and Stephen just trying to poke fun at him, and Wong's just kind of taking it, you know, about having a single name. Oh, is it like blah blah blah. Like Beyonce. And, yeah (laughs) then he's like listening to it later yeah yeah that was good um interesting the uh what's his name the 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 clear villain in the sequel mordo mordo yeah he that confused me because you know the traditional the comic book uh origin of dr strange had mordo in the role of the the guy who who turns against the the clan i guess and uh tries to summon dormammu but in this movie he kind of took a back seat someone else did that but he as the movie progressed you can see mordo's personality and way of thinking change to definitely he will be the villain of the next movie so it makes me wonder what 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 are they going to do with him then well marvel's with with Mordo, they're trying to address the biggest criticism that's that's kind of come out of their movies for a while, which is you always kill your villain. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Caecilius is still the, out there in, in some ways. I mean, he's in the dimension where Dormammu is, but uh, they can always come back. And this is the first Marvel movie, really, that has a good guy becoming a bad guy. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. So you, you not only do you have this strange for lack of a better term, uh, get it. Uh, you, you have this strange movie, uh, with these, these weird supernatural slash spiritual slash psychological concepts going on, but you also, they break convention that way. They also break convention in, uh, they, the, the villain survives and they also break convention and they turn a hero into a villain. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I appreciated the, the kind of, um, not, not that it was all that deep or all that involved. I think this was kind of a thinking man's Marvel movie. There's yeah. a lot to wrestle with, you know, pro and process afterwards. Like you were saying, that was a good, a good phrase processing it. Yeah. There's a lot, there's some heavy stuff in. Yeah. In the whole thing, the one Marvel, uh, I guess, trope is that that the movie still is falling in is the villain is basically similar powers as the hero. Yeah, Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, I, I like the stories where the villain is something completely different and the hero's got to think of another way other than his normal yeah. method of approach to, to win the day. And I really did like that. The fact that it, that it's like, you know what? It's, this is not like there is, there is some fighty fighty in this movie, but ultimately the, the day is won because of his ability to, you know, of because he triumphs because of his wit and because he knows, uh, you know, his book smarts and his ability to know the right spell and have the right strategy at that, the right moment and not have it just be, I punched him until he stopped fighting, which <laughs> has been, which has been the third act of almost every Marvel movie. <laughs> right. So like, I really did appreciate that a lot. Um, I also appreciated, uh, the magic carpet in this movie. Uh, Th- which is which, which is which is exact like the 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 character uh, quote unquote of the cape uh the cloak of levitation just was constantly reminding me of the magic carpet from aladdin i don't know why i don't think it was quite as it was almost a little bit too slapsticky at times um but it's still it was a it was an interesting way of portraying that the magical relic and i liked the idea that they kind of introduced the idea of a uh, of you know magical relics before having this cloak appear, it it gave a little more context, um, and that the, they specified that the relics chose this owner, not the other way around. Right. Before he sees it, you know, well, you know, before he he gets his gear, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, really I like that. I'm going to disagree with you. I believe that it was a perfect balance to the tension that was building through Doctor Strange. And that you needed that counter juxtaposition point. And for a character that said no words at all, I thought they did a great job in, in uh, relieving that tension. Yeah. Again, I feel like it, there was just a couple of times that it was a bit too much. But um, that it, there were like Marvel has has really, you know, added a lot to to the blockbuster formula, for lack of a better word, um, by adding a lot more humor um and sometimes uh if if not done quite right it can diffuse and and kind of cheapen a really powerful moment and there was a couple of times there where it was like oh this is a really cool moment and here's the the cape that um maybe came in a, a second or two too early or outstayed its welcome or was a little bit more um the the joke could have been more subtle and and had a little bit more oomph to it i guess but uh yeah that's that's kind of where i'm at with that still liked it still still think it's cool and the look in general is awesome um just the the look of the cape and his whole outfit and i really liked how his outfit very it was very natural there was no moment of like oh now he dons his costume right like this is just his natural sort of garb that he wears when he's at the monastery um, and now I've got this cloak and I, he just kind of happens to put this, the eye of Agamotto on and he's wearing it around, but, uh, there was no sort of like suit up moment. It was a lot more natural than that. And I thought that was good. I appreciated that too. Yeah. Because there's been a lot of these, uh, MCU movies that have been about the suit. Yeah. There or there's that moment of, Hey, you need to go get your suit on, you know, uh, like, um, 
Captain America. Your suits in you know in the back there. That was actually a line in Avengers. Yeah. And Iron Iron Man is a movie about a suit. Yeah. And even Thor, uh, right? Like Thor like holds his hammer up in the little the little mesh the like the the male uh sort of arms like kind of clink into place and his cape flows into place all that sort of stuff vision same thing right like um and for this to very much i personally loved vision suit that nice v-neck collar sweater man that's fantastic (laughs) stuff (laughs) yeah but uh you know it's it it was nice to have it just be a natural uh thing that just sort of happened um and that it wasn't this overly drawn out process for sure uh so yeah so basically what we've got coming up next is what do we got next we've got guardians of the galaxy 2 has everybody seen the guardians trailer by the way yes yes oh my gosh seriously i i've watched Uh, it probably five times uh, and i could watch it. that's not the teaser right it's the one where the one with with mantis at the end yes yeah i've seen it yeah yeah, so like good. Like where Rocket's talking to Baby Groot about what not to do with his <laughs> device. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still, out of all of them, I don't, I don't know why, but I think Drax is my favorite. <laughs> Just because he's so literal. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And at the end of that trailer, too, like he's just so good. And, you know, the, the thing that's great about, about that, too, is that Dave Bautista, when he got the role, uh, for the original movie, he was so excited and suddenly like insanely scared because he's a wrestler, right? Like he's right. And he, he went and got acting lessons after he got the part because he was so worried about it. And now like, look, looking at him now, if you're a wrestler, you would think you'd have a little bit of acting chops, but for him, yeah. But for him to like, like specifically to have the sort of dramatic range you know, and like his comedic timing is just awesome. And his, especially like in this trailer, like the expression that he's able to do, um, it's just so good. It's that, so that funny. grin that spreads across his face when he just laughs, he just busts out laughing. Yeah. Did, so good. I, do you see that uh, there was a, an awesome meme on Facebook that, that I took a picture of somebody before and after I told them they're beautiful. And then like the last yeah, one yeah. is... <laughs> The last one is Drax. Oh man, That's so the, good. The thing about it is, is that he he was the best part of the fir- of the teaser trailer to me too. Yeah, yeah. He's... What you need to do is find someone <laughs> just as pathetic as you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. And then yeah, and... so we so we've got that coming up, and then we've got Spider Man Homecoming trailer comes out tomorrow. Yeah, and and the, 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 there were like a, a little teaser gif of that yep. out earlier today where with the web wings and everything mm-hmm. oh yeah that's gonna be good and and john favreau's back dude i'm excited yep. for john favreau to be back because he is uh i think yeah. that that he's gonna be a really a really good addition to that movie yeah, one of the yeah. one of the comics uh youtube channels i i subscribe to actually had footage of uh comic-con in Brazil or somewhere off country or they, they had like, like 10 seconds of footage of Favreau talking to Peter. Just kind of like, why are you wearing that? You know? Yeah. And he's wearing like a, uh, like a hoodie, like a Spider-Man hoodie. Yeah. And it's like, what do you mean? Like, didn't you get the box? What box is box? I mean, you gotta go check the box. And then 
and a little sign that says a minor upgrade yeah. from, from TS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really interesting. To, I'm, I'm really interested in how they're going to do the vulture. Yeah. In, in that, movie. that movie is, uh, I'm really excited for that movie. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know if I've, I've said this before, but my favorite comic book series, um, the one that I got sucked into more than just about anything else was ultimate Spider-Man, the original Bendis and, um, Bagley run of ultimate Spider-Man, uh, is so good. And I, I really get the sense that, that they're going to do that, that high school Peter Parker really well. Uh, and that's what I'm most interested in. I hope that they, you know, that there's been some cool shots that I've seen, uh, like set shots of the shockers outfit, that mm-hmm. uh, that looks like a real cool mix between ultimate shocker and sort of classic shocker. Uh, yeah. It, but you're right. Yeah. Like that, that, uh, what is the vulture going to look like? And specifically like what, what is his, what is the tech? Like how is his tech different in a world where Tony Stark exists and a world where the Falcon exists? How does the vulture how is the vulture different from both of those and stand out and be unique? What I really hope they don't do is, is go the route that they did with the rhino in in amazing Spider-Man too. Uh, I love that, you know, there's these movies out there, but I I feel like, you know, you've got a universe where you have a guy who can, you know, do anything, Dr. Strange, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so why would there not be an old man who is preserving his life by stealing the life of other people? Why would he need a robot suit to fly around? You know, yeah. I, 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 I don't concepts. know a lot about the, the whole, who the vulture is and all that, all those characters. I mean, I'm, I'm familiar enough with it because I love, I love Spider-Man when I was super into comics. That was my thing. Um, but you know, like a lot of these comic series, they feel like they have to make it like too robotic or too alien. Yeah. Um, like what's going on with Power Rangers right now? I don't know if you've oh. seen the images coming out of that movie. Awful. I, I, I'm I'm the one who's taken the the uh, my words are gone. Uh, the the ideas, the unpopular idea, and I think they're looking kind of interesting. You know. It'll be more interesting to see what they once we actually see them moving. So so far, all we've seen are stills, and that that's always been an issue, even with games and movies, that the stills may not give it give us justice of what the the final product is once we see it moving. Yeah, but I'm 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 actually looking forward to that to the Power Rangers movie and mm-hmm. seeing what they do with it. Yeah, I'm I am pumped for Rogue One next week. Is that yes. next? Oh, that's next week. Yep. I've already got my ticket for Thursday night. Me too. Me too. I don't. I probably should. Yeah. Well, you'll probably see it in like March of next year. Probably. I'm not. <laughs> and, and, I, then you'll, and then you'll want to do an episode. This is it. not a surprise. This is, this should not be a surprise to everybody is that, is that I actually, uh, I, I don't know what it is. I am sure it's just a fault in me, but I don't get as excited about star Wars as, as everybody else seems to. It just doesn't like I I enjoy it. I really liked I really liked uh Force Awakens, but I'm not like 
I, I get much more excited about like Marvel movies than Star Wars movies generally. And so, and, and so that's kind of where I'm at with that right now where I'm like, Oh yeah, it's going to be good and I'll see it. But eh, I don't know. We'll see. It'll, 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 I'll see it, but I don't know. I feel, I'm feeling judgment. This, this silence is, is, is <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to process that comment. <laughs> Kind of like the Donkey Kong Country comment I dropped <laughs> earlier. I I think I mean the hype level for me for uh for the Force Awakens was I don't know that I can compare it to a Marvel movie. I don't know that it, there's been a movie of that franchise or that series think, so far that I've been so hyped up about that's been that big a deal. I think that me. I think the Force Awakens. I, I would agree. Actually, the Force Awakens is a different case, right? Because it was such a. It was Episode Seven, but Rogue One. I'm like, eh. It, it's a, it's another Star Wars movie, yes. Sure. But I'm like, okay. I would like. I mean, not even Vader does that. Doctor Strange. Eh, it's just another Marvel movie. No, you know, again, I you got like keeping in mind that like. I not Dr. Strange. My hype level for Dr. Strange is not representative of like, if I had a choice between go see another guardians of the galaxy movie and go see another star Wars movie guardians every time for me, no question. So that's just, that's, that is. And I think that part of it is the, um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Different strokes, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so uh yeah anything else is we're kind of thinking this i know we were going to talk about our survey i think we can wait for the survey because yeah it's, we can wait it's late we don't we'll talk about the survey a different time but mm. um uh hopefully everybody liked this any other thoughts about dr strange just kind of around the horn and about go see it if you haven't yeah go see it in 3d for goodness sakes uh with it with it being out this late uh if you haven't seen it yet uh you probably don't have a chance to see it in 2d because they want to squeeze every dollar out of you so they will only show it in 3D. <laughs> so uh, go and see it in 3D. It's worth it to see it in 3D because of all the the mind-bending stuff. So yeah, I still want to see it again before it goes out of theaters. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, definitely recommend. Definitely recommend it. So, uh, all right. Well, hey, let me. I'm going to find some. Where am I doing this right here? Sure. We'll get some music going as we figure this out. Sure. All right. Well, anyways, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Nintendo Dads, that's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Uh, check us out on VGTribune.com. Subscribe on iTunes. Change the world with reviews. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Nintendo Dads.